Welcome to Inside the Pages, presented by the Cornerstone of Grace, located at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona, California. Sunday praise and worship begins at 9 a.m., Wednesday Bible study at 7 p.m. We believe the Bible is the Word of God. Therefore, we're faithful, we're bold, we believe the best way to face opposition is by obedience to the Word of God. Again, we want to thank you for joining the online service. If you're looking for a church home, growth ministry, we want to invite you to join us, grow with us, and be blessed with us. We're going to go before the Lord in a word of prayer at this time. And so we want to draw our minds in, draw our hearts in, and put our petitions up before the Lord. He said, cast your cares upon me for I care for you. And so know that God cares and he's not the only one because we care also. And so whatever it is, God is able. I've learned that for myself that there's nothing too hard for God. Nothing. There's nothing too hard for the Lord. Sometimes it seems like the opposition. It seems like things are difficult. That's to us. It's not difficult to the Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord God, for your goodness and grace. We thank you for your love and your mercy. Thank you for waking us up this morning. Lord God, you caused the sun to shine upon those that are worshiping you and those that are not. You cause the rain to, to come and to be a blessing for those that are uh, good and those that are not doing so well at this moment. Lord, thank you because your goodness is being spread abroad to everyone. You're great, you're sovereign in what you do and you've given thought. Nothing is done haphazardly Lord Jesus, thank you because you operate beyond prejudice. You operate beyond discrimination of color, skin, uh, our shortness, our sins, and things that we may have done or things that we didn't do that you would have wanted us to do. Lord God, you have blessed us. You've given us a reasonable portion of health. Lord, thank you. Thank you for the pain that we feel from time to time, which lets us know that we are, uh, uh, there's a warning letting us know that something is wrong. Thank you for the joy that you give us. Lord God, thank you for the things that we have experienced and that we have learned from, that we can share with others so that they can know and understand that we went through that. And this is how or this is a way that can help them. Thank you for blessing us to be a testimony, to be a living epistle. Lord God, that is read among many. Lord Jesus, we thank you for your kindness. We thank you, Lord, for all that you have done. I pray and ask that you remember those that are present, those that are that will be listening uh, later as they wake up in their respective places, those that are at work listening, those that are in places where they cannot leave. Thank you, Lord. Lord God, we are here to bless you, to honor you for who you are. Lord God, we thank you for your kindness. We thank you for your greatness, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for who you are. Father, we thank you, Lord. Lord Jesus, as we go forth this morning to exhort your word to sing praises unto you lord god as we go forth to lift you up to magnify you lord god our voices be heard let it be united with others that are magnifying you that are giving you praise lord god around this world lord we thank you lord lord i pray and ask that you would bless those that are tearing for the holy ghost fill them lord god those that are not tearing stir their minds up Lord God, for the saving of their soul, Lord Jesus, bless them to receive your word, which says, 
that if you have not his spirit, you're none of his. Lord Jesus, the seal of redemption, uh, the, 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 the seal, uh, the power for being an effective witness. Lord God, we thank you right now, Savior. Lord, continue to bless us, Lord, to go forward into your service. We'll be careful to give you the glory and to give you the praise. In Jesus' name, amen. At this time, we're going to have our opening scripture. Thank you, Lord. My prayer is that you have had a blessed day, blessed evening, or maybe you're starting your day. And so certainly we want to give God the glory and honor that is due unto him and want you to join in with us. Don't just be a spectator, but participate, participate. At this time, we're going to have our opening scripture. Psalm 1 says, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law does he meditate day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, that bringeth forth his fruit in his season, his leaf also shall not wither. And whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind driveth away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. Acts 2, 46 and 47 says, And they continued daily with one accord in the temple, breaking bread from house to house, did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and the hearing of his word. Certainly, we thank the Lord for his goodness and the opening scripture. Uh, my prayer is that you are, again, that you are starting your day to give glory and honor unto the Lord. At this time, we want to, uh, we want to, uh, to bless the Lord. You know, we have a, a young man this morning that um, he said he wanted to uh, give his spring speech his spring speech that he gave at school. And so right after uh, after this particular song, uh, which is by Kurt Franklin, Melody from Heaven, we're going to hear um, that spring speech. And so join in with us as we, as we, we're just happy. We're so happy to to be able to bless the Lord this morning. And my prayer again is that you are as happy that you are as excited as we are.
That is Melodies from Heaven by by Kirk Franklin. Certainly, <laughs> we have our musicians that are, are getting tuned up and, and 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 coming along to learn different instruments, you know. And so one day we'll all look back and be like, "Wow, I remember when!" And we'll all laugh and and they'll look at us like we're crazy because they remember too. But you know, it starts somewhere. It all starts somewhere, and that is with an interest of doing something. And so we have LG that is, is practicing the drums. Thank you, LG. And we have Dr. C, who is picking up the bass guitar. And, and so, you know, so we're looking for great things, and let's continue to hold them up in prayer. You know, and so uh, at this time, we have a young man uh, that has a, a poem that he wants to share. Uh, he's doing well in school. He got a, a good grade on this. And I think let's get with him as he come with his quote. And uh, so that is going to be Brother Hodges, also known as LG. for that point. He was excited about that, you know, and it's good to be excited. Uh, he reminded me yesterday, Pop, what am I going to do tomorrow? You know, and so certainly we want to keep uh, children excited, you know, and Jesus said, suffer. Uh, don't 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 prevent the children from coming. Don't prevent the children from from doing their part and asking questions. If they ask the same thing over and over again, answer it over and over again. All right. And so at this time, we're going to, before we go into the word of God, you know, um, we we want to have another praise unto the Lord. And this particular song, and it's a familiar song, maybe it goes back in the day. I don't know if, if some that are sitting here remember it, but this song says, stir up the gift. It says, stir up the gift by the Colorado Mass Choir. Stir up the gift. And, and so we're going to play a little bit, and then we're going to go into the word of God this morning.
right. Stir up the gift by Kirk Franklin, but a company on the drums. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I sure was messing that up. You should have saw all the faces and hands and eyes and stuff looking. <laughs> oh my God. Colorado Mass Choir. I'm sorry. <laughs> Give everybody a proper right. <laughs> accompanied by Dr. C and LG. And so um, certainly we thank and praise God for them and for, for you. Bless you, Lord Jesus. Uh, don't, don't, don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. I'm, I'm talking to you. Don't worry about that. Trying to help somebody, trying to help somebody out here. Yes. All right. So we're going forth in, in, in the word of God. And we have your Bibles with you or your device that you're going to use. You know, I, I like using, I use my digital device. I use my Bible and I, you know, so I have several different things that I'm using in the process of um, ministry or when I'm just going to be in a service. Uh, Sometimes I just take my little device with me and pull up the scriptures. You know, last week as we went forth to minister the word, the subject matter was a word from the Lord, and it makes a difference. Uh, we had a spiritual attack that was going on, and God brought us out of that. God brought us out. And so thank God for his goodness. I want you to know that attacks are real. The devil, demons are real. And so through the prayers of the saints, and I thank God for those that was praying because there were some of you online that knew something was, was different, something was happening here and began to pray too. But it also brought up a concern. It brought up a concern. And so we're gonna talk about that this morning because God uh, has permitted it. We like talking about what God permits. Uh, I don't have an opinion. My, as far as my decision, I have a decision, and that is to live holy. I have a decision, and that is to do what is right. The only opinion that matters is God's opinion. His opinion is what matters. I'm sorry, yours don't matter like God's matter. You can have an opinion at work. You can have an opinion about doing things. Matter of fact, um, my... Uh, Dr. C shared an opinion with me this morning uh, regarding uh, some things. And, and so I'm, I'm using what he told me. But when it comes to the word of God and what he has to say, it doesn't matter what title you hold. It doesn't matter where you are in this life. It doesn't matter if you have one person following you. And now God almost killed the man for one person, for one, yes, for messing with one. Or if you have 100 or 1,000 or, or 10,000, it doesn't matter. Your opinion should be based, or, or God's opinion is his word. And that's what everything stands upon, and that is the word of God. In the book of Amos, Amos, the sixth chapter, beginning at the first verse. It says, woe to them that are at ease in Zion. Woe to them that are at ease in Zion. And trust in the mountains of Samaria, which are named chief of the nations to whom the house of Israel came. 
just want that first part. I want you to focus on that first part because it says, whoa. A woe means something that you pay attention to. Watch out for. Watch out. Woe to them that are at ease in Zion. Church, and when I say church, I'm talking to the ecclesia worldwide. We are in trouble. And you might say, well, that's not me. No, I said we, because we are one. When you say we are the body of Christ, a body is one. A body is one. Look at your own body. You know, we're corporate. Corporate, uh, we are in trouble. The corporation, in trouble. Woe to them that are at ease in Zion. Now, I took a thought here that says that the easy way, because so many are taking or have taken the easy way, an easy route of doing things. It's easy because they've now landed into a comfortable place. Now, I'm here this morning to disrupt the comfort zone. As a subtopic, turn here and live, because if you don't turn, you're not going to live. Nope, I'm not lying to you. I'm not lying. I'm not a liar. Lying is something that I really have a problem with. And you you have to live a life where no one can call you a liar. God does not like liars and neither should you. So you need to turn here and live. Now, I read that the term Easy Street originated in the 1800s by someone who penciled it in. Uh, however, uh, Easy Street um, goes back much further than that because God has been using it for a long time. There are a lot of things that we pick up and and we say, well, you know, it, it was originated. But then when you read the scriptures, no, it, it actually has been used for centuries. It is a slang for a state in which everything is going or seem like it's going well or one is comfortable in. Now, this is usually momentary. It is usually a momentary thing. It also reads that easy street does not really exist. It doesn't really exist as far as the term and what people use it for. It, it really doesn't exist. It is a broad avenue. It's a broad avenue that's lined up with a few things that you think is significant. A lot of people want to be on the Broadway. Broadway is fun. Broadway has the theatrics. Broadway is very audible. Broadway, you can do a lot of things on the Broadway. And because there are so many others doing those things on the Broadway, it just appears to be normal. It's an illusion. It's an illusion among many other things. The illusion is that taking the easy way, everything will be okay. But I'm here to tell you this morning that it will not. The Bible tells us in Revelation, the revelation of Jesus Christ, and I'm going to read this, which God gave unto him, gave this unto John, the apostle John, who a disciple of Christ, to show unto his servants, to show unto the ecclesia, to show unto the leadership, to show unto everyone that would watch and listen, to show unto his servants things which must shortly come to pass. Now, God shortly is not based upon our thoughts, as many uh, may think. Well, when he says shortly, did he mean uh, the next year? Did he mean the next 40 years? Did he mean the next 100 years? Trust that it will come to pass. And he sent and signified it by his angel unto his servant, John, who bear record of the word of God, like we are doing this morning. I am bearing record of the word of God and the testimony 
of Jesus Christ of all the things that he has shown, all the things that he wants us to know. Blessed is he that readeth. He that readeth, man, if you, if you haven't opened your Bible up and read you, your personal devotion, uh, you know, the only time you hear the word is when you tune in to, uh, to inside the pages, uh, you're living beneath your privilege. Uh, the only time you open your Bible up is when you are attending your, your service uh, that you faithfully attend. Uh, my prayer is that you are faithfully attending the service. Uh, blessed is he that readeth and he that heareth the words of this prophecy and keep those things which are written therein. For the time is at hand. Time is at hand. Right now is the time. John to the seven churches which are in Asia, grace be unto you and peace from him which is, which was, and which is to come and from the seven spirits which are before his throne, the seven spirits that are before the throne of God, uh, the spirit of the Lord, the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of understanding, the spirit of counsel, the spirit of might, the spirit of knowledge and the spirit of the fear of the Lord, which so many have lost. So many have lost the fear of the Lord. This is why they're comfortable. This is why uh, people make up excuses and, and feel that they are justified in what they're saying. The Bible goes on to say, uh, and from the and from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness and the first begotten of the dead. And the prince of the kings of the earth unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood. He have made us kings and priests unto God and his father. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. We get excited. Oh, he made us kings. He has made us priests. Well, there was kings and there was priests and there was leadership with the children of Israel, the church in the wilderness that did not make it in because they became comfortable. He said, the mystery of the seven stars, which thou sawest in my right hand and the seven golden candlesticks, the seven stars are the angels of the seven churches, the pastors. The pastors are the stars, the angels of the church. Sometimes you may hear someone say to, of the giving honor to God and, you know, as they're up, you know, we do this sometime and, you know, and to the angel of this church where we're visiting, you know, because God refers to the pastors in that. And the seven candlesticks, the seven candlesticks, which thou sawest are the seven churches. Now, Jesus sent a message through John. He sent a message through Habakkuk. He told Habakkuk, he said, write the vision. Make it plain that he may run that readeth it. When they read this, you ought to get up off your do nothing stool and do something. When you read this, it ought to stir something up in you. When you read this, it ought to shake your foundation. And you ought to move from where you are. For the vision is yet for an appointed time. But at the end, it, it shall speak and not lie. You may not see it coming. It's going to sneak up on some. It's going to catch some off guard. People not going to know what's happening or what has happened because they are just going to experience Missing it. Said, though it tarry, he said, wait for it. Because it will surely come. It will not tarry. This morning, he is reiterating the message via this messenger. The seven churches of Asia, Ephesus had abandoned their love. They once said, I love you. 
I love you, baby. I love you. I love you. You know, you, you, my, you, we all that, you know, and all the other vernacular that is used. Uh, however, they had abandoned their love. The love, where is the love? What happened to the love affair that they had with God? They don't love God like they used to. Now, if you ask them if they love God, they would say yes. But they do not love him like they used to. Can you love him like you used to this morning? The church of Samaria was faithful during severe persecution. We, we just went through a, a couple of years of, of, a, of a disease scare. Uh, being afraid of, of COVID and, and different other respiratory disease and different things that impacted the world. It, it, it didn't catch God off guard because he said there would be pestilence and different things. Uh, he said that that's just the beginning of sorrow. That, that's nothing compared to what is going to happen. And during that time, people have become comfortable. Woe to them that are at ease in Zion. During that time, I heard preachers, renowned, big name preachers saying the church is not necessary. It's not necessary to go to church. Matter of fact, one said there was no church in the Old Testament. I don't know what Bible they were reading. What is the tabernacle? What is the synagogue? What is the gathering of God's people except the church? The church was in the wilderness. But they said it was not necessary. And people have bought into Believing a lie. They bought into believing a lie. And the Bible said, believe a lie and be damned. You don't want to buy into someone else's opinion. You should invest your mind, body, and soul into the word of God. Because that is where you're going to find residual blessings. The church of Pergamum compromise their belief well everybody else is doing it this is the new norm as so many have said on our sitcoms television shows dramas different things where they have said this is the new norm the bible itself is outdated another lie believe that lie and be damned because you're going to follow and live that lie, which is going to steal your future. That's what a lie does. A lie steals your future. The church of Thyatira follow the false prophets. Oh, I gotta hear prophecy. I need a prophecy. I need to follow prophet Putin on television uh, the prosperity, uh, you know, that, that he speaks a word and he don't know you. When he points a finger at the television screen, he is just pointing, knowing that there are people watching. He don't know you as an individual. It's easy to say somebody out there has a headache. I'm sure somebody out there right now have a headache. It's easy to say someone... You know, we could go on, but we're not going to spend time. But listen, you understand what I'm saying. Got to have a word of prophecy. The Bible is filled with prophecy, and that should be our dependency. The word of God. Well, my pastor don't prophesy our blessing. Yes, he has. Every time we stand up at the podium, every time we speak a word, it is a blessing unto you. It is life that is extending your life. It is a blessing. Sardis was spiritually dead. They looked like they were alive. They appeared to be alive, but so do zombies until you get up close to them and you find out how corrupt and how, how deteriorated they are. They're zombies. They look dead. They look alive from the distance until you get up close. There are some that look alive. If you talk to them, they can quote a scripture. They can tell you some things and they zombies. 
They, they, they can tell you, you know, but they can't live it. They cannot live the life. They're zombies. They have a form of godliness. That's all they have. They have a form of godliness. But they deny the power of God. Yeah, they pray, but they still deny the power of God through their disobedience. I feel like shouting right now. I can, I can dance on my own. I can run around. They are disobedient. They cannot live a sanctified life. It only goes so far and then it stops. The Church of Philadelphia patiently endured the hostility and God came by and blew into them a second wind. However, the church of Laodicea was lukewarm. They were lukewarm. They were lukewarm. Now, some people like lukewarm food. They don't like their food steaming hot, you know, right out the oven. They ain't going to try to eat it. I, I, I can't do that. You know, I'll sit there and blow it for a while until it cool off. But there are others that that like their food super hot. And they'll try to they'll they'll plow through and eat it while it's hot. Now, God does not like lukewarm food. He's made that plain. He doesn't like lukewarm, a lukewarm common congregation, comfortable, comfortable, a very comforting message. God loves you. That, that, that's comforting. I, I can I can live with that. But it doesn't present a, or do, they do not present a message that says, get it right. God loves you. God still loves you. We love our children when they act up. We love our children when they don't. We love them. And we chasing them. Time out, go sit over there. And some of you may not do a time out, but <laughs> I see some, some expressions going on, but listen, Comforting message. You're okay. God loves you, and etc. 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 But sometimes you need to be told the truth. You need to get that together. You need to stop what you're doing because you have control. When I was in a, a course for um, drug abuse, I was taking a course on drug abuse and. One of the writings in the book said, if God wanted me to stop drinking, he would knock the glass out my hand. That's an excuse. No, he wouldn't. You put it down because he didn't pick it up and put it in your hand. You picked it up. He didn't roll that joint for you. You rolled it. Uh, he didn't uh, he didn't you know, he didn't go to the store and go to distance to get that that, uh, you know. You did that. Now, my prayer is that as he did for me so many years ago is to take the to remove the taste there's nothing wrong with lord remove that taste from my but don't blame it on him and say well he didn't stop no it's your responsibility as well each of these churches represent the status of congregations and individuals nationwide on other continents all around the world in this instance, it doesn't matter who, what, whom, where, when uh, you are uh, taking. You're taking the easy way. Are you on easy street this morning? Are you on easy street? We're going to we're going to identify some things that are happening on easy street or that are not happening. If you are, I need you. If you find that you are on easy street, you already realize that you need to take this off ramp. You need to turn here so that you can live. The book of Amos or the prophet Amos is a contemporary of, of Hosea and Isaiah that, you know, they were all uh, around about the same time. And, and some consider him to be a minor prophet. But to me, when God sends a word, it is major. No matter how many idioms proceed the word or come afterwards, it is still a word. 
The word before it is to prep and get that word that he is trying to give in the proper setting for you. And the words afterwards are encouraging and supporting the word that he actually said. When God speaks, it is a single, distinct, meaningful element used with others or sometime may stand alone to form a word that is spoken or written. I heard the Apostle Paul say how that by revelation he made known unto me the mystery as I wrote afore in few words, whereby when ye read, ye may understand my knowledge in this mystery. For he also quoted saying, for all the law is fulfilled in one word, even in this, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. The focus is on love. The supporting words, thou shalt. The supporting words, directing it, hey, your neighbors and yourself. As pastor, consider Genesis to Revelation as a word from the Lord. There are enhancing and supporting words around a single word that will change your life. God don't have to send a bunch of words or like we do, we use a lot of words. I'm using numerous words this morning to get a word across to tell you stop taking it easy to tell you to stop land back to tell you to stop putting your feet up and say well i don't have to do that and the word of god is very clear that you do amos is about the sovereign god god of creation and covenant who announced judgment upon the disobedient Israel, the church, and yet proclaims a future king or kingdom of hope for the people of God. Amos was once a shepherd. He looks at himself and he's very humble that God would use him. His message or this prophecy of scripture was not produced by the will of man, but Amos spoke as God had spoken unto him. Amos said, woe to them that are at ease in Zion. Are you taking it easy this morning? My, my, uh, when, I, when I looked around, I thought about how many prophets, Bible said he gave some evangelists and uh, he gave prophets and he gave teachers and he gave pastors and uh, for the perfecting of the saints for the work of the ministry. Where are you at? It also said that he gave the gift of healing. He gave the gift of wisdom and knowledge. But where is, where is it at? If you are sitting at home this morning, when you should be in the church service, how is the stranger going to walk off the street come into the service, the house of God, and receive what they're looking for, and you're at home. God gave the gift so that you can be used as an instrument in the service. But you're not present because you're on easy street. You're not present because someone told you that you don't have to do that. I knew a young lady that was told that you don't have to go to church and the gentleman that told her, first of all, he don't go to church. He was milking that cow for free. Excuse me, I'm not really referring to her, the female as a cow, but you understand what I'm saying. And he didn't want her to go to church so she could stay home to be with him. They weren't married. That was just his way of saying, stay at home, stay in bed with me. Until she came to herself and stopped following what he was saying. People are in a comfortable place right now. And God gave an illustration. I'll leave my notes alone. God gave an illustration. The Bible said that he gave talents. He gave talents. Gave talents, right? Uh, okay. He gave talents. And 
He gave some five, he gave some 10, he gave some a, a few different ones and uh, you know, and somebody got comfortable with their talent. And all they had was one. All they had was one talent and they were comfortable with that one talent. There are others that had five, some had 10. And they went out and they used the talent that God gave them because he wanted them to do that. That's why he gave it to them. The one that had the one talent, you know, I know how you are. I, I know you. And, and so I hid the one talent that I had. He got comfortable and he hid that talent. And when his master came, he said, he called him a wicked servant. I'm not calling you a wicked servant, but, you know, as they say, if the shoe fit, if you're not in your place, whatever your respective church home is, if you are not there this morning, if you're not preparing to attend, to be there, to play, to do what God has called you to do, woe to them that are at ease. My prayer is that after uh, those that hear this message, that they will get up off of that stuff that they're sitting on, that they will leave Bedside Baptist, that they will leave the pantry of, uh, that they're in in the name of I've gone to service by watching it online and go to the house of God as God has established it for his name and that the gift that God has given you will be present for those that are in need of it. If someone was in the service and was having a health issue and you have the gift of healing, but you're at home watching the service on TV, I don't care how you extend your hand and say, "Ooh, touch them, Lord. It was your responsibility if it occurred in your house to be there to lay hands on them. If someone walks in needing a prophetic word, it is your responsibility to be there at your respective place of worship to give them that prophetic word. If what if God moves in the service and people begin to the Holy Ghost begin to fall and someone begin to speak in other tongues as the spirit of God gives utterance as the spirit of God gives utterance as the spirit of God gives utterance. We're not playing that, that, that someone taught you how to speak in Latin real fast, you know, and say things, something real fast and say you speaking in tongues. The devil lies. He lies. But those that are filled with the Holy Ghost for real, the spirit of God came upon them as the day of Pentecost. And so God wants to speak to the church and he has given you the spirit of interpretation, but you are at home. I'm going to watch it. I'm going I'm to watch the church online and we need an interpreter in the service in your respective place of worship. Why aren't you there? to interpret what was being said so that the church can be edified. Someone needs a word of wisdom, knowledge, but you're at home. How are they going to get the message? You ain't got their number. You can't text them. Yeah, this is for strangers. The Bible said signs and wonders for unbelievers. And so when unbeliever come into the service, you're not there. How are they going to know that God is at work? We go, you're going to leave it up on the pastor, huh? Well, what happened when the pastor becomes like Moses? Moses, the, the battle was, was going forth. The battle was heated. And Moses was there with his arms up. See, you, you expect the pastor's arms to be up. You expect the pastor to be prayed up. But the Bible told us that, that his arms became tired. And someone that was nearby notice that his arms was getting tired and as his arms were starting to go down every time the enemy would prevail
But as long as his arms was up, they had the victory. And so they posted, two people stepped up because they were present in the service and held the pastor's arms up until they got complete victory. But if you ain't here, how you gonna hold anybody up? Ah, bless you, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Mighty God, if you are present, how are you going to help the service? Thank you, Lord. You need to take this off wrap that I'm giving you. You need to turn here so that you can live because God is not happy. He's not happy. He's not happy with, with the behavior. He's not happy with, with folks, his people, which are supposed to be dunamis, dynamite, powerful, illustrating the power of God through the worship songs, through the praise, through the preach word, because the ministers have sat down and studied the word. Uh-huh. A word a ready, their tongue is like a ready writer, ready to go forth and to minister the word of God because they've practiced, because they are in tune. But you can't do that if you're sitting at home. Oh, I have the, nope, the, you, you got the gift of discernment, but you're not in service to discern when that person walked in and what they had need of and how to approach them and how to minister to them while, while the, the service is, is lifting Jesus higher. Lift Jesus higher. Lift him up for the world to see. He said, if I, if I be lifted up, I'll draw all men unto me. Lift Jesus higher. But you're not there. You're not there to discern what that male or female or that child may have need of. I'm going to stop right there. Get off easy street. Let me tell you what God said. Some more of what he said. You go to the beauty parlor. Sit down, get your hair done for hour, two hours, three hours. And then you say you don't have time to go to church. I remember a sister driving by the church and told me she drove right by the church and said she don't have time to stop and be in church service. But she drove 20 miles to go to work and passed right by the church to Comfort, comfortable. I can I can listen online. No, you need to be listen. You went got your nails done during the COVID. Stay at home, but you went got your nails done, got your toes done, got a pedicure, all that stuff. I wore a mask, but you still went. But you say you can't mm. when said got your hair done for I don't know how many hours, up to six hours for some people. Is that is that right? Get them braids in, get everything. Okay. Depending on what you're getting done. But you said you can't send in the house of God for an hour, hour and a half to give him worship. But God is good. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Bless you, Lord. Mighty God. He's not happy. He's not happy with some, but he's pleased with others. He's pleased with others. If you've been faithful, God is pleased with you. If you have persevered, during the times that you did not, didn't feel well, God's pleased with you. He's pleased with you. We all, sometimes we, we don't feel good in our bodies. Sometimes we might just want to stay at home and stay in bed and relax. We feel that, but we know that our obligation is to make sure that we're in the house. He's pleased with you. You've pressed your way. He is pleased with you. And that's a word from the Lord. That's a word from him. He's pleased with you and expect a blessing. Expect a blessing from the Lord. Expect. I, I'm telling you to expect it. Um, that means look for it. 
Uh, you know, put your bifocals on, put your get your binoculars out, whatever you're doing, put your hand over your brows, but look for it because a blessing is going to come. It's going to come. He's going to send what he wants you to have. I'm just pronouncing that. It may be an overwhelming source of strength and that you feel at a, at a moment that you needed it. God's going to bless you for your faithfulness. But we have some faithful people at the Cornerstone of Grace. We have some that are persevering. But those of you that are not pressing your way, woe to them that are at ease in Zion. Bless your name, Jesus. Lord God, we thank you for your goodness and grace. We thank you, Lord God, for your mercy. Thank you for your kindness, Lord God. Lord, your word tell us that to remember what's in us. Your word tell us to stir up the gift. It didn't say that you was going to do it for us. You told us to do it. For us to stir up the gift that is in us. For us to move. For us to get up off of our do-nothing stools and do something. Lord, I pray that you stir up the heart of each one that hears this word, that they be faithful, that they go, leave their house, go to their designated place of worship, and that you would use them in the service. Lord, you gave these gifts to be used in the service. Lord Jesus, let them not be found as the one that hid their gift and became comfortable and did nothing. Lord, we thank you, Lord God, for your kindness. Thank you for your mercy. In the name of Jesus, you've given us an opportunity to turn things around. Lord, we'll continue to give you praise and to give you glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Lord. Bless your name, Jesus. Bless your Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. I cannot emphasize it enough how important it is for us to be in the house of God. You'll never get at home what you will receive in his house because the house was made for the Lord. It wasn't made for man. It was made for the Lord. Go back and read Chronicles and see this for yourself. Thank you, Jesus. I want to encourage you that if you have a prayer request, if something has been said that you would like to know more about, I want to encourage you to, uh, to visit ConnectingTruth.org. Visit us and, and let us know what it is that you are interested in understanding. Let us know what your prayer request is. Certainly I'll answer it online. Bless you, Jesus. We'll be attentive to what the needs are. Continue to pray for us as we pray for you. Continue to be faithful. Whatever church is now, if you don't have a church home and you are in the Los Angeles area, Los Angeles County, Riverside County, want to invite you to, to join us here in the city of Pomona. You're, you're centrally located. You're in good distance. Join us in service and be blessed. We're going to be out witnessing we have our, our tracks and everything available. We still believe in seeing and inviting others to service. Do whatever God has called you to do while you can. The Bible said work while it's day because when night comes, no man can work. Night is going to fall upon some and they, they, they're not even going to know. It. They're just going to wake up and realize that they're, they're in now a night season. But, you know, what I love about the Lord is that the darkness is as light unto him 
we're children of light. So we are illuminating because we have been illuminated. God bless you. Continue to pray for us. In Jesus' name, amen.